What's up, everybody? And thanks for tuning back into Brother, the Faces of Inspiration, the podcast. I'm your host and creator of Brother, the Faces of Inspiration, the book and the podcast. My name is Darrell Morgan, and thank you guys for tuning in. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening to me. I say welcome. In Japanese, we say yokoso. In Swahili, we say jambo. And today's uh, topic really going to be an interesting one is about confrontation and today's title is what's in your face that you ignore so i think for a lot of us when we hear the word confrontation we automatically put it with this negative connotation right um but when i think of confrontation i just think of it as something that i i need to deal with right something that's in the forefront of my priorities or my task or my goals or anything that just needs to be addressed or dealt with at that time so that way i can move on to the next thing to focus on so confrontation isn't a bad thing but for whatever reason we have this negative association with that word and it always being associated with drama or unease or maliciousness or negative intent when <laughs> Ooh, excuse me, when confrontation can really be a good thing and a tool used to kind of express yourself and really stand on your morals and your values and your principles and, you, you know, things that are related to you and how you carry yourself and how you respect yourself and your discipline to not tolerate things um, or to not have certain things exist in certain spaces. So I want to get into the definition of what confrontation actually is. All right, so let's look at the actual word confront, right? Which means to face, especially in challenge, or the polls also, to deal unflictingly with, to cause, to face, or meet. So of course, confrontation is a part of the root word confront, which basically just means to deal with. So what's in front of you that you guys are struggling with facing, right? What are you guys having issues with with dealing? And it's sitting in plain sight. And for a lot of us, we tend to ignore the, the things that require the hardest of work that really puts us in vulnerable spaces because I think with confrontation, especially when we're doing self-work, has a lot to do with reflection and honesty. Are you really honest with yourself to admit to the things that are laying in front of you and using the resources to actually get it out of the way, right? To actually deal with it, to actually not have it be an obstacle or something on your to-do list because it really should be taken care of. Like it really, really should be taken care of. So my first question would be, what, <clears throat> so my first question would be is, what are you in the ring fighting for? So if we think about life, especially when we're challenged with our mental and our spiritual and emotional health, you know, what are we in the ring fighting for? You know, some of us are fighting to get our businesses off the ground, to leave these nine to five jobs that are making us miserable to really pursue our dreams. Some of us are fighting with the thoughts of you know possible self-harm or suicide 
Um, some of us are fighting toxic relationships, the thought of, is this person really in my life for me or not? You know, should I leave? Should I stay? What should I do? And toxic relationships aren't just intimate relationships. I'm talking about relationships with friends. I'm talking about relationship with family, parents. I find to be one of the number one relationships people have problems with. But if you were in a ring right now and your most pressing issue is your opponent, what is that issue, right? How many rounds are you willing to put in with this, this thing because you're afraid of the work that you have to put in to confront it, to tackle it, to analyze it, to see why it exists, why is it currently showing up in existence, and how to overcome it, right? What are we going to do to get this out of the way? And if it's something that's going to be recurring, you know, are we really in control of how often this thing comes up? Because certain things just, they rotate, right? They, they come and they go um, depending on, you know, the scenario. Um, for me, working as a freelance photographer, finances, that's always something that I have to confront. Making sure that I am responsible with my finances when I'm doing photography work or when I'm doing work as a makeup artist. Um, because that money can be so good and come in so quick, and then for two, three weeks, you're not working, or two, three months, you're not working, right? So that's something that I always have to confront, my behaviors financially when it comes to my income, right? And that's not a, a negative confrontation, right? That's just the reality of what it is. I shouldn't be spending more than what I'm making because that's ultimately how you get into debt and all of these other financial problems, right? So that's a, a positive confrontation for me, negative confrontation for me. Um, I tend to sometimes doubt myself, right? In the way in which my work looks in comparison, which is the problem, to other photographers who I'm seeing, you know, doing bigger campaigns or getting clients that I want to work for and so on and so forth, you know, that for me would be a negative confrontation because I'm projecting something onto myself that shouldn't be projected, right? Why am I comparing my work to someone else's? And I'm pretty sure lots of us do it. It's, it's just the way that the brain works, especially now in a, in a very saturated social media day and age where everybody can post work that looks good, right? So confrontation isn't a bad thing, but you know what is it right now that you're dealing with that's your number one priority that you're in the ring with? Like you are fighting tooth and nail to tackle this thing to crush it, to minimize it, get rid of it, whatever it is, you know, whether it's a positive recurring thing or whether it's a negative recurring thing, what is that number one thing that you're focusing on right now in the ring? And like I said before, how many rounds have you lost? How many rounds are you willing to put in? How much time are you really willing to put in and not coming out on top, right? Now, there are certain things and certain challenges that are a lot stronger than others, right? For me, negative self-talk is huge. Um, when my mind gets the racing and the thoughts get the going and it's all type of scripts and plays and things happening mentally that haven't even existed. And the, the crazy thing about the mind is that Yes, we are imaginative beings, but the mind doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. 
So just take a second to think about all of the things that you've told yourself that were negative that never, ever occurred. I mean that never occurred. Losing a job, that never happened. You end up staying there. Getting in trouble at a job for something that you thought you did that no one even paid attention to. Time and attendance, you know, you're thinking that that's an issue and nobody's ever said anything and you've only been late one time, you know? What is it that you're feeding yourself that is really affecting your thought process, right? And how many rounds of this thought process have you lost, right? Our minds are so, so powerful and it, it took me a really long time to understand the power and positive thinking because we all have a conscious, right? We all have that subconscious voice that we listen to that says, hey, don't do this, or hey, don't you know, entertain this, or hey, this person isn't the one, or you know, all, all of those little narratives that come into play. It's our mind at work doing what the brain is supposed to do. But just imagine if you took the time to revert negative self-thought into positive thought right? If you took the time to really sit and embrace what you've actually done, if you took the time to flip that lens and see what you've actually accomplished, right? And one of the things that I really loved about going through therapy, working with the therapist, working with the psychiatrist, being in groups, opposite action, opposite action. If I have a negative thought about anything, do the opposite, right? And that for some, that's easier said than done. For me, it's, it's, a, it's a tool that I use on the daily, right? For example, when I get up in the morning, sometimes I don't want to do anything today. Okay, well, how, what's the opposite of that? What do you not want to do today? Like, and then you really start to have this engaging dialogue with yourself and eventually you're going to get your ass up <laughs> at least for me you're going to get your ass up because i can say hey i don't want to do this today right but then i'm like okay well what is this that you don't want to do i may not want to work out for an hour today okay give yourself 15 minutes give yourself 30 minutes stretch meditate do something to where your body is moving go check the mailbox and don't take the car you know take the steps jog down the steps, jog up the steps, do something to get your body moving. Because one of the things that I want to do is be more active on a daily basis, right? So even that right there, here's the issue, right? Of not having the motivation. So now I'm confronting not having the motivation, right? I've already spoke to myself that I'm not going to be motivated today. But instead of aligning with that belief, I practice opposite action to say, I'm not motivated to work out an hour, but I will give myself 15 to 30 minutes, right? In a perfect world, we would have no negative self-talk. We would have no negative self-doubt. Unfortunately, the world is not perfect. So you have to find those tools to confront what it is that you're facing. Because if you have long-term goals and you're not confronting yourself and being honest with yourself about your shortcomings, how do those long-term goals become feasible? How do they become tangible, right? So confrontation, you have to use that as a positive tool. It is not a negative thing. 
And it is really something that can open up a broad spectrum of options. It, it, it's super, super powerful. So, you know, like I said, how many rounds have you lost and when are you ready for that knockout? And the next question is, can you see the forest full of trees? Mm. That's a that's a that's a tough one, right? Because I think for a lot of us who look at our shortcomings and not look at our blessings, we could have everything in the world that we've ever wanted. Nice apartment, flexible schedule, working in your career field, a good group of friends, maybe three or four, I'm not saying 17 to 20, you know, um, good support system if you're dating, a good partner that you're with, if you're already in a relationship, a person that understands you, if you're in a marriage, a partner, a spouse that understands you, um, reestablished family connections, connection with your parents, grandparents, siblings, cousins, you know, we could have everything that's good and not see the blessing in that because we want more. We want more and we want more the way we want it, when we want it, how we want it. So you could literally be in a forest full of trees and feel like you're in the desert. How do you show gratitude if you can't confront what's in front of you? I could go through a list of positive things right now in my life that I'm extremely grateful for, um, especially with the economy and everything going on politically. You know, I, I, I'm good, but I know that I could be better, right? So I've confronted the idea that I'm in a really good place, but there's also the inspiration to just do a little bit better, work a little smarter, do a little bit more towards a task that will lead to a goal being accomplished, finding time to rest, finding time to give myself compassion. These are all things that you have to confront when doing self-work, when doing wellness work. I do it all the time. And yes, there are days where I just mentally check out, right? Hey, today I'm just going to binge watch a show, going to make some tea, going to make something good to eat, maybe go catch a movie um, to get out of the house or just go for a drive and roll down the windows and listen to music. But I'm actively always confronting my thoughts. I'm actively always confronting my actions because if I'm waking up every day and not doing something to bring me closer to my end goal, I'm wasting time. I'm wasting time. And it can be a neglectful thing because you can't replace time. I can replace this apartment. I can replace my car. I can replace all of these material things that surround me, equipment, cameras. I can replace all of that. But could you imagine if you never took the time to confront your behaviors you had a goal and you've wasted five months, five months of not doing anything productive to get you closer to that end goal. And I think for a lot of us, we don't see the importance of time and the small nuances that can make time a really precious thing. You can get so much done in three months. You can get so much done in three months. You can get so much done in three weeks. But again, 
it goes back to confrontation. Are you aware of what's in front of you? Are you appreciative of what's in front of you, but also aware of what is next and what you want to be next? And just setting up those steps to get to the next thing because I can appreciate the forest that I have that's full of trees, but I also should be planting seeds to grow more. Oh, ooh, that was a nugget. That was a nugget. I'm gonna say that again. I can appreciate the forest that I have full of trees, but that doesn't mean that I can't plant more seeds to have more trees, right? Confront what's in front of you and what you feel like is causing you to be held back because your biggest competition is yourself. I wake up every day with myself. I go to bed every night with myself for those in relationships. Okay, yeah, there may be a partner, significant other in your bed with you, but you go to bed and wake up with your own thoughts, with your own life, with your own vision, your own aspirations. But be brave and have the courage to confront yourself when things are getting out of line. And also be, be brave and have the courage to confront people. I think a lot of times we, we, we escape that. And that goes back to the topic that I discussed with boundaries, right? You can set a boundary with someone and let them cross it, and then you don't confront them about it. That's, that's self-harm. That, that's self-harm in the most minor way, but it can become a, a bigger issue. But it, confrontation, why are we not using that? Why are we not exploring that? So make sure that you're seeing your forest that is full of trees and when a tree looks like it needs some attention, give it that attention. Or if you have space and the capacity to plant more seeds, plant more seeds. And then my next question is, are you allowing honesty to access your freedom? Take a second to think about that question. Because I, I want you guys to be real with yourselves because I'm not asking you anything that I haven't asked myself or thought about myself, which brings me to this point of this podcast <laughs> because I've done this work and I know the evolution that I've gained by doing this work. I know the person that I've become by doing this work. So I'm gonna ask it again. Are you allowing honesty to access your freedom because honesty comes hand in hand with confrontation because once you've confronted something, you've been honest about it. You've been honest about it. I had plenty of situations where in the work field, I've had to confront someone, hey, I've been giving this person feedback about something. They haven't really been receptive to this. You know, I'm just being very open right now. This is not the right thing. That's honesty. And when I have that moment of honesty for confronting something and being authentic in my beliefs, there's freedom behind that. Could you imagine you having an issue, and I'm pretty sure we've all done this before. You've had an issue with something and never said a word about it. And just over time, you get more angry, more bitter, 
more, uh, uh, how can I say, like quick in your responses or one-worded in your responses, you become more defensive, more detached, more distant, because you have been confronted the thing that's causing you to be unsettled. Why do we not care about ourselves enough to confront something? But we would rather sit in those negative stewing emotions, and I'm gonna call them stewing emotions because those are emotions that we sit in for a long time before we snap. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you out there can agree with that. You've sat on resentment for a long time before you snapped because you didn't have the courage and the honesty with yourself to confront it when it first occurred. Why do we avoid that? So where's the honesty to give us the freedom? Where's the honesty to know that we can stand up for ourselves, that we can speak for ourselves, that we can engage and stand on our beliefs and at the same time not offend anybody in the process. So where's the honesty? Confrontation shouldn't be an offensive tool. It should be a tool used to communicate, to express oneself, to engage in the possibility of clashing of ideas. It's not always about the negative things. It's not always about the negative things. I look at confrontation as the bridge to connect two sides to have dialogue. You're on one side with a stance and a belief and a reason as to why you did something. I'm on the other side with a stance and a belief and a reason to why I did something or won't do something. Now let's have the dialogue because it's in front of me. It's an obstacle. It's a barrier. It's something shifting my normal way of moving or doing something. I have to confront it. That's like taking a road trip and you are starting to run out of gas. I can't keep traveling in this manner because I'm depleting myself. So I have to confront this thing. I have a goal, right? I may have two hours left on this drive, 30 minutes left on this drive, 20 minutes on this highway. But if my tank is getting low, I have to confront that. I have to address that. It's at the forefront. It cannot be ignored. Or my trip ends in my neglect. Mm. Think about that. Think about your life as a trip. And when you ignore certain things that will just throw you off, your trip ends there. And not because of outside forces, but because of you and your neglect to feed yourself. Yes, we live in a world where there are people that we interact with. There are spaces and energies and frequencies that come into our spaces, into our auras to challenge us, to make us better, to get a reaction out of us, to open an opportunity or get rid of an opportunity. But how many times have you neglected your trip in this life, in this journey of life, to not have positive confrontation? Hmm. That's a deep one. So I'm, I'm going to leave you guys with that to think about. Because now I want you leaving and leading 
and spaces the conversation of confrontation. I want you leading in your journey of life without the neglect. So that way you can stay on your path like you're supposed to. And when those obstacles come, when those detours happen, when those forks in the road occur, or you have to be rerouted, redirected, but you're still heading toward that end goal. I want you to be comfortable. I want you to be pleased. I want you to feel empowered to have confrontation. And this topic makes me think about John Lewis and his saying of getting into good trouble. Because confrontation is a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. And when used appropriately, it gives you the honesty of life and help you to access your freedom. I thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Brother, the Faces of Inspiration, the podcast. This is episode eight. And the title was Confrontation. I'm so pleased to be doing this work and to be sharing these thoughts with you guys and my ideas and challenging your thoughts and opening up a narrative for you to be better, to be bigger, to be bolder. Thank you guys for tuning in and I will see you guys on the next episode. Take care.